With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game on VSIN. Happy to be with you here on a Thursday morning. I'm Jeff Barles. Ben Wilson is here. Robbie Callen's going to be joining us in 15 minutes. Always love catching up with our guy, RK, who we'll we'll have next. And you look at the way that these finals have played out. We'll get to it in a second. And Ben, thankfully, during the last, during the last break, we were trying to find the right angle to get these finals. The NBA Finals MVP odds readjusted after last night. We can flash them on the screen here. These are... These are basically the put-together consensus odds at vsin.com. Jason Tatum is your betting favorite at plus 105. Curry's at plus 205. Jalen Brown's at plus 350. Marcus Smart's at 30 to 1. Horford's at 50 to 1. Everyone's 150 to 1. Draymond might as well be 2,500 to 1 at this point with the impact he's had on this series. Ben, I'm going to ask you this because we, we, we were bringing this up during the break. These odds are off. And at this point, Jalen Brown, to me, has been the best Celtic in this series. And I understand the narratives, and we talked about it with Drew earlier in the week. Plus 350 on Jalen Brown right now still seems pretty darn reasonable. And now, look, I understand you could have had bigger numbers, but another game, another game, another uh, Data point here, I think Jalen Brown at plus 350 is fine. And also, Ben, call me crazy here. I said this yesterday, just throwing it out there. Especially after the game that Marcus Smart had last night, where he was, even though Curry had a big third quarter, other than that third quarter, Smart was pretty good on him. He was great on him in the fourth quarter. Smart with a 24-7-5 game last night. Marcus Smart at 30 to 1 is still, to me, presenting a small amount of value. Now, I'm not saying go bet it big, go take your pizza money and go ahead and bet Marcus Smart. But I, I don't think you can, I really don't think Tatum should be as big of a favorite as he is now. I understand, though, the narrative part of this. We, we get to go, we get to walk down Narrative Street again, where there's been this big push to make Jason Tatum be this top seven player that Ben, he's not. He's not that yet. He may be at some point, but he's not. But so far in this series, Jason Tatum, the assist numbers have been great, 
but he's been inefficient scoring the ball. Brown has been the better player. So for me, I think Jalen Brown, even though, again, cut in half from last night, still pretty reasonable plus 350, Ben. I'm with you. And you think about, too, this is a, a Celtics team that has been, like they have done it as a team-oriented group. Like you, so often when you see, and we've talked about this for Steph, you look at the rest of the Warriors on that list and the way their odds are just so subdued and probably should be even longer, as you point out with Draymond, it's because they're, I mean, when you have some, a team that's carried by one player and Steph, that's the only option. But when you start talking about teams that are, they're so deep like Boston is, and that's been, I think the thing that's surprised everybody just on a, from a long-term perspective here, that they've gotten so much out of so many of their guys and Derek white has become a usable player. Al Horford has become a usable player. That like if you if you really want to talk to you know, to the voters and think about how are they going to handicap this thing in, in their own voting, it's well there are so many different guys here that it's not just a all right let's automatically pencil in player A who just happens to be the quote unquote leader of the team and and Jason Tatum now he continues to inch his way closer I know he only, he only had two turnovers last night but he might he still has a pretty good chance of ending up this playoff run with the most turnovers of any player ever in an, in an entire NBA playoffs. He's nine away now, only, mm-hmm. only behind uh, LeBron from 2017-18, who had 94 turnovers in that postseason. So as, as a result, too, and it's, it's not at all been obvious who the from a night-to-night perspective or even just quarter-to-quarter who the Celtics' best player is, and you still have the pricing where it is at. I don't know how it's – I mean, and again, a lot of this is baked in because of liability and, and preconceived notions here, but – I don't know how you make Brown any any really less of a, a less of a number than you're seeing on Tatum right now. At least, it, I mean, three fifty still still to me seems like you're 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 carrying a lot of that pre-series bias in with you when he was in the eight nine to one range. No, I, I I'm with you there, and and look, we've we've talked about it, and, and again, the narrative the narrative is the going to be the biggest is the biggest pull for Jason Tatum, and I'm not saying Tatum's been. Hasn't been Tatum's been good in this series. He hasn't been great. Brown to me has been better in this series. And and again, if you're just looking at those numbers on the board here, again, Horford Horford is not winning the award at fifty to one. Who's current? It's pretty amazing to see Al Horford is the fifth favorite, but it's right at this point. I can't. He's not going to win, but that Marcus Smart at thirty to one seems pretty juicy still. Again, especially now, you have to keep into account, and, I, and this may work against anyone but uh, uh, but Tatum here, if Steph Curry is not 100% healthy here, which based off the looks of what happened at the end of the game, the way he was, he was limping around by the end, he may not be close to being 100% healthy the rest of the series. Maybe the narrative on that is, oh, okay, sure, Marcus Smart slowed him down, whoever... Jalen Brown, if he gets the assignment at any point, slowed him down because he was hurt. That would hurt them as well. My big concern here of, of the non of, of taking anyone other than Tatum, even though right now I would, if I were voting today, I would vote Jalen Brown the MVP of this series. My concern is just the narratives are going to be so strong for Tatum going into the series. Like we said, the pre the pre preconceived notions that we have going into the series that Tatum is the guy that the league wants to push as the superstar, even though, again, I think he's a very good player, not quite the super superstar that some make him out to be. But plus 350 on Jalen Brown still seems pretty good at this point. By the way, Ben, uh, just on the series prices right now in this series, so comparing Steph Curry, MVP odds of plus 205 right now to the series price, 
for Golden State, you're basically taking the same price. Now, Ben, at this point, we talked about this earlier in the week. If the Golden State Warriors are going to win the NBA championship, Steph Curry is going to be the MVP. And I think even now, even more so with potential injury here, if he fights through and looks great and, win, and the Warriors win the title, then Curry is even more of a lock than we thought he was going in. Also, too, if you go with those correct scores, again, these are consensus lines, including BetMGM at, uh, at VEASAN.com. Ben, there's no way Golden State's winning this series in six, right? So wouldn't you just take the uh, – if you are if you like Golden State to win this series, wouldn't you just take the big shot at plus 550 to win in seven? Wouldn't you just take that shot at this point? It's, it's the most I logical mean, I mean, outcome. I mean, yeah. they're not – at this point, I like – of all those things, I don't think Boston's losing a home game in this series. I think this series is going six and Boston's winning the title in six at this rate. Also, why wouldn't you? Do, we talked about this sort of half jokingly on primetime action uh, on on Tuesday, Jeff. But the whole Warriors third quarter betting, just betting that thing pre-flop worked it's just, again. It's amazing how worked again. Just, <laughs> I, I mean, three all three games they come out just like gangbusters in the third quarter. But at two of these three games, twenty-seven combined points in the fourth quarter now for the Warriors in the two losses, and it's it's looked like they've. You, know, you talk about how this is sort of the last, you know, probably the last stand for them, last run of this current Warriors core. They've just looked so gassed and so out of it. And I think when you go back to like looking at it from the MVP perspective, you know, if you're Boston, you need to build like they have had to in these two games, they have built up a, a very solid start to the game to at least put them themselves into a position to weather that third quarter storm. And Jalen Brown was, was front and center in both of those games. Remember Tatum was three for 17 in game one. He really gave them nothing except a bunch of assists in game one. And yet it was Brown who kind of carried him. Last night, get get the huge early start from Brown, and it almost had that feel, kind of like a, almost like one of those March Madness games where you get a team up big, and that that underdog just continues to make a run, and they continue to to make a big push, but they never really get over the hump, and you just kind of got the feel like Golden State had no, they were out of gas, they had no energy by the time you got to the fourth quarter, and Boston made them pay the price, and Brown was a huge reason for that. 100%. So I don't I don't know if that angle is going to continue to work, and just betting it blindly. We discussed on Tuesday. In a million years, you would never bet that thing in any other scenario other than what we're seeing in this particular finals matchup, but it's worked out really well. Well, so and far. again, this is always, this has been Golden State through this run. They, they dominate the third quarter. This has always been what they've what they've been. And again, they're three for three in covering the third quarter in this series and uh, down two games to one. Still, I, if Golden State does end up losing this series, Ben, it's all going to come back to that fourth quarter in game one. Forget last night. It's all coming back to what we saw in game one. 40-point fourth quarter for Boston. That's that's your difference right now. If, if Boston ends up winning this series, especially in six, that quarter, that's the reason. More than anything. The other thing, that giant the, the, will either team have a 15-point lead prop? I mean, that thing is that thing is easily cashed. Also been good, too. <laughs> that thing is easily cashed. I mean, you had Boston with multiple double-digit leads when Golden State then came back and, and tied the game, and then they ended up you know, winning by 16 in the end. So, I, yeah, it, it's fascinating to me how these for for a team that is as veteran and is and is you know has so much history and experience in spots like these to look as flat as Golden State has looked in fourth quarters of, of two of these games, despite some of the injuries and it's ironic how as you talked about earlier, Clay Thompson has been like, he was a guy who looked tremendous last night and we mm -hmm. kind of wrote he him was great off last night went way over his player prop at 19 and a half last night. You you have to give a you have to think that 
the Boston defensive strategy has a massive, massive impact on a team that veteran, that good, that battle-tested, looking that uncomfortable and unable to really get into any of their offensive sets in the fourth quarter now two of these three games. Good team defense can win out still, Ben. It still can win out. And the Celtics, again, the Celtics defense has been great this whole postseason. Been great in the fourth quarter in game one, great in the fourth quarter last night, and, and now leading two games to one on the precipice of going up 3-1. We'll, uh, we'll get through the game number four breakdown with Robbie Callen next. We'll also get more of it, of course, on tomorrow's show with that game tomorrow. Robbie Callen of Uprock Sports. we got plenty to talk about with Robbie coming up next. A numbers game, V-CIN. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland. A podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation. And loss. They did not love themselves enough to know their HIV status, to not pass it on to me. To dreams achieved. Or still yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. We started a hospital-based violence intervention program called the IV Project, and it stands for Interrupting Violence in Youth and Young Adults. To those who have been left behind. But no one talks about the survivors of the gun violence, and the number is rising because the gun violence has risen. Politically. Financially. Emotionally. Spiritually. This is where we are. This is Blackland. And one of the things that my father said to me before he passed away, it's like a, almost like a prophecy. He said that I would be helping men. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Betting splits, uh, the page will show you where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. And now it's updated every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action as they go. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here as well. And now with us, senior writer for Uprock Sports, covering basically everything the NBA, the NFL, golf, uh, maybe, even, maybe even some cricket. Who knows? Our guy, Robbie Callan. Joins us right now, Robbie. Are, are, are you covering cricket at this point? Have you have you, have you reached out to that uh, sport already? I have not covered. Cricket, <laughs> thank, thankfully, I've tried to watch. Like it's interesting. It's an interesting sport. Uh, but no, I, I do not. Yeah, I, cricket. If I ever figured out the rules, that feels like that would be an awesome sport to watch. 
but I just it's a lot of fun. I was in uh, I was in Bermuda for the Bermuda Golf Championship, and uh, it was just like playing nonstop at the hotel. So I just kind of like kind of learned what was going on. Interesting, but yeah, and, uh, I digress. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 interminable matches in cricket. That's what I know yeah. more than anything. <laughs> hours and hours, maybe even days and days, depending on uh, what what type of uh, test the match uh, that they do. Robbie, uh, NBA Finals. Celtics up two games to one. Last night, it was really just the same kind of pace that we've seen this whole series. Boston looks better in the first half. Golden State has a great charge in the third. And then, in the end, Boston's defense wins out in the fourth quarter, holding Golden State to a measly 11 points in that fourth quarter. But, Robbie, to me, through these three games, the Celtics have looked the better team for the majority of this. Yeah, I think... The first two games, the first halves were really close. I think it was two points on either side in the first two games uh, opening up. And and I, I was kind of surprised at, at the way Golden State never really had that response in the first half. Um, that thing was eight to 15 points pretty much throughout. And and that was really the difference is, is this time when the third quarter run came, they got a one point lead at one point, but they were only able to cut that gap down to, to four going into the fourth as opposed to taking a 10-point lead, a 12-point lead, uh, a 20-point lead, uh, like they did in Game 2. And so I think, for me, I I would agree. I think Boston's been better overall. Um, But the biggest thing that stood out in Game 3 was that the Warriors, kind of their defense, really kind of crumbled. Um, Draymond was ineffective. He was in foul trouble. He seemed to be frustrated with the the Grant Williams and the Jalen Brown stuff and seemed to get a little too engaged uh, in that, and he wasn't the force he was in game two, where he really completely disrupted everything Boston was doing in game two. But in this this most recent game, when he's not able to be that force, when he's not able to completely blow up your first action, Golden State really has a problem right now with point of attack defense. Andrew Wiggins is getting blown by. Uh, Steph Curry is getting targeted. Jordan Poole is getting targeted. And if Draymond's not there to kind of clean things up and and jump over and send the help at the right times, um, they had a real problem on their hands in game three. And and that was the most consistently good Boston's offense has been uh, in the series for four quarters. And if they're able to figure that out and they're able to carry that forward, the the Warriors are are in some real trouble. Well, and Robbie, one other thing, too, with with the way that the series has looked – the Warriors have looked like the older, less athletic team the entire series. 100%. And and especially in that fourth quarter yesterday, where we know they're undersized, especially when they pull Looney off the court like they had to in the fourth quarter. Couldn't get a rebound at any point when they needed to. There were multiple chances for Golden State to realistically get back in that game after Boston pushed it back up to eight, 10 points. And every single time it just felt like, Oh, Grant Williams is making a big play on the offensive glass. And that play where Curry got hurt was one where they just couldn't squeeze the basketball. And all of a sudden Boston got another bucket out of it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny because it's the thing that the warriors have done to other teams throughout this postseason. I mean, you think about the, uh, the, the Dallas series, uh, they killed the Mavs on the glass. A lot of that was loony. Um, but it, it was, it was, it's been stark and it's been on both ends. You know, you, you see Boston, the way that they're able to get to the rim, uh, the way, like I said, they're able to just go by guys that weren't getting blown by like Andrew Wiggins 
has not been good defensively uh, to start this series in the same way that he had been a factor uh, for them in, in a really positive way in the first few rounds. And so I, I think it's it's something that the Warriors are going to have to figure out. They tried to throw some zone in, and that was catastrophic. I think it was immediately a layup and a dunk uh, when they went to zone because Al Horford actually knows to flash to the middle of the zone, which most NBA players apparently forget as soon as they get to the league. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, like it, it's, it's something that, that Steve Kerr is going to have to figure out, but I think it really starts defensively. Anyway, it starts with can Draymond green put forth the kind of effort for 40 minutes, basically that, that they need, because when he's not that guy, that defense is very, very average. And that's not going to work against a team like Boston. No, it will not. And again, Draymond, arguably one of the worst games in the finals ever for a guy who played over 35 minutes uh, with the, uh, the triple single last night uh, for, for Draymond under five points, under five rebounds, under five assists uh, for him. Uh, Robbie Callens with us right now talking NBA finals, Robbie, I, I want to bring up the MVP markets here because Jason Tatum is now the favorite once again at plus plus one fifteen. Steph Curry at two to one Jalen Brown, depending on the book, the low is three to one, as high as plus three fifty, and then everyone else is thirty to one or longer. Uh, we were making the case last segment for Jalen Brown being the bet right now, despite being basically half of what he was going into Game Three. What what, what say you? Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for value, I think that's the that's the play because he's been good enough. Like he like last night, he and Tatum had basically the exact same stat. Right. He had 27 points, nine rebounds and five assists. And I think Tatum had 26, nine assists and six rebounds. Like if you're looking at statistically, they're very close. Um, if Brown has the signature game in the closeout game, he wins it. Right. Like that's what we know about this award because they vote about it in the arena in the closeout game. Like that's when it gets voted on. So that recency bias really plays a role. Um, it, it's it's. It's very real. So if you think Jalen Brown can be the guy to have the 34-point closeout game in game five, game six, game seven, whatever ends up being the case, um, I think I think you're right. I think that's where the value lies simply because uh, it, 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 it's – I think it's more closer to a, a coin flip that that could happen uh, as opposed to saying Tatum's a lock. Um which, you know, the odds pushing him close to even is trying to say with Boston. Um, so I would agree with that. I think Brown has the ability to be that guy that goes off and hits five threes in the closeout game and gives them what they need. Robbie, for game four tomorrow, Celtics either three and a half with juice or four flat minus 110 favorites. Total has been pushed up from closing 213 yesterday, now 214 and a half for 215. What way would you play this one tomorrow night? I think I'd lead under. Um, I think what we've seen is I think it follows kind of the script of game two where where both teams come out. The Warriors come out with a, with a better defensive plan for the adjustments that Boston made going back home. Um, and I think we see a better defensive performance. So I, I would just lean towards the under because I think we're going to see a little more of a rock fight. Um, after Boston kind of exercised their demons uh, offensively and shooting the ball after a bad game too, I think we see see scoring come down because um, I don't really see where the Warriors find a ton more ex ex explosivity uh, than what they showed in this one. 
Um, you know, Clay finally got it going. Steph had a really good game. Jordan Poole's just lost in the wilderness right now, and I mm-hmm. just don't know if he can find it. And if he can't find it, there's really nowhere else for it. Like Wiggins gave him 17 or whatever. Like that's what Wiggins is going to do. He can't go for 30. Um, and so I think you're just going to you're going to see uh, a little tighter game. Uh, I think the Warriors make some defensive adjustments and do look better on that end. And if that's the case, then then I do like the 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 under, especially with the total creeping up uh, a point or two from where it's been. Robbie, it's out of Porter Jr. time. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I know I, I'm with, I'm with everything you said there, and and watching Pool, who was so good early in this postseason, just yeah. just kind of fall away as this guy has gone along, uh, has been fascinating to see. And, and look, it's a different animal than what Golden State has seen. This whole postseason, Boston is just better than all three of the opponents that Golden State saw on the Western Conference side. Robbie, hang around. We have golf and and some football stuff to talk with you about uh, in in the next segment. Of course, Robbie, a Cleveland Browns fan. There's a lot to discuss in the AFC North uh, with Robbie. And, of course, the beginning of the Live Golf Tour and uh, the potential impacts on the PGA. Of course, the PGA announcing suspensions for 17 players that went across and played in that event in London that started earlier this morning. More with Robbie Callen coming your way next on a numbers game here on VSIN. The VSIN Summer Special is here, and for just $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer. From now through the end of July, the next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the biz right here at vcin.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including the daily best bets in baseball from Adam Burke, our guy JVT has best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice all the way through the raising of the cup in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well. Not to mention, continue best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which includes a daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is just $39 American to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, VEASAN.com slash summer. By the way, edition 250 for Point Spread Weekly this week. Congratulations to everyone, uh, Steve Mackinnon and company, always Matt Humans. Incredible job, as always, every single week on Point Spread Weekly. Edition 250, now available. Uh, again, take advantage of it with our VSIN Summer Special. Our guy, Robbie Calland, with us right now, of course, of Uprock Sports. Robbie, uh, just uh, real quick here on golf, and then we'll move into NFL things. Just, of course, the Live Tour starts today. Immediately after PGA Tour, uh, Jay Monahan announced his suspensions of 17 players. A few of them had already done the, uh, you, you can't fire me, I quit already with the resignations. Yeah. Uh, j- just, Robbie, for, for you, I know you're a big golf guy. Just Do you think this is a flash in the pan or do you think this is a, okay, this could be a problem long term for the PGA Tour? Well, I mean, I think you have to to look at it as a as a legitimate problem, given the guys that they've been able to receive commitments from. Um, you know, DJ being the first big guy was, was a surprise to many. I think everybody expected, 
you know, Phil would eventually end up there. And I was known and everybody was, was waiting on that. It was just a matter of the figure that he was going to get. Uh, DJ was a bit of a surprise given the things he had said. Uh, and, and it kind of opened up the floodgates for uh, a lot of these other guys and, and getting guys like Patrick Reed, getting guys like Bryson DeChambeau, that's a real thing. Like those are major championship winners in their prime. Um, they're not just kind of the geezers that are going for one last payday, like Lee Westwood and Ian Poulter and a bunch of these uh, European guys. So I, I look at it and, and it's, it's a problem. And the biggest problem for the PJ tour is like, what do you do to combat it? Because this is not a business model that's meant to succeed. You know, like you don't give, $500 million to three guys to come play golf for you. If you want to make that money back in any way. So I, I don't know what you do. You just have to hope that enough guys don't want to take that money uh, and want to keep playing for you. And you're going to bank on the Justin Thomas's and the Jordan Spieth's, um and the guys who have made commitments to you. But, like, you can't combat that. Like, you can raise purses. You can try to do everything that, that you can to, to the PIP and everything. But you can't touch the money that's out there for these guys guaranteed. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I do think there there are enough guys drawing the line that it's going to, you know, get murky. And what really becomes interesting is the USGA wasn't willing to do it. But it's, there's rumblings that the Masters might put the ban out and that would be really interesting. Uh, the PGA championship could do the same given that they are closer aligned with the PGA tour. Um, and so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens from here uh, with the majors. Cause those I think are the places that have maybe a little more pull than the tour. No. And, and the other interesting thing, we kind of talked about this yesterday. We don't know if the, uh, the world golf rank, if, if these events that the live live tour is doing, we don't know if they're going to count towards the world golf rankings. We don't know if players are going to be able to accumulate points. And the effect that would have, Robbie, of course, would be guys like, uh, let's say, Taylor Gooch, someone who's 29 years old, has accumulated mm -hmm. enough points to very easily be in all the majors based off of points. That would be the one scenario where I think that would be probably what the PGA Tour is rooting for more than anything that would definitely discourage the younger players from going over and taking the money. Yeah, and and uh, today I think after the the PGA Tour announced the ban, the the Live Golf Tour announced that they are applying for World Golf uh, Point rankings, and it's going to be interesting because early on they don't have the strength of field to really get a ton. Like this first event would not get a lot of points because you have so many guys that are so far down. You have the Chase Kepkas and the Andy Ogletrees and a bunch of guys that are way down the ranking. So, like, I think I saw something where this would rank a little less than a Corn Ferry Tour event, mm -hmm. you know, even with DJ and even with with Phil. Because, um, like, I mean, Phil's not very high up there right now. And so it, it would it does become interesting. And obviously, once you get more guys in, that, that bumps up. But, you know, unless they can get a, a bunch of points, that, that will matter to some guys. But the top guys, it won't because they, they just don't care. Like they very clearly just want to cash in, make more money than they ever will as a PGA tour player on the course. And what becomes, I think that where the power lies is with sponsors, you know, like if sponsors aren't willing to put their money behind this, because look, this isn't going to be highly watched. Like the reason you sponsor a guy is you want him wearing your stuff on 
network television. You want him on CBS on a Sunday with your logo on his chest. You don't want to be on a YouTube stream that, you know, tens of maybe 10,000 people are watching. Like, that's not what you're paying for. So it's going to be really interesting to see what sponsors do with this, both from club companies to just regular sponsors. And obviously the guys that leave their sponsor events, they're going to lose those. We've already seen RBC dump Dustin and, and, you know, Rocket Mortgage probably dump some of their guys when they bolt for the opposite event. Uh, like if Ricky leaves that, that he probably loses Rocket. But those guys won't care. But for guys like Taylor Gooch, like you said, like you're losing, you, you're going to lose out on sponsorship dollars too. And I think that's going to be a deterrent as well if we see some of that. But look again, like the, they have money that they're just throwing at the wall and they don't care if they get it back. And there's just nothing you can do to combat that. So you just got to hope that enough guys want to keep playing uh, on the tour, want to keep playing mostly stateside and want to, want to keep playing in the majors and have that guaranteed path to those things. Uh, but it's going to be an interesting next, I, I think, two, three years uh, before we fully figure out what is what. And then you might have the PGL come out. Right. No, a hundred percent. Again, there's, there are a lot of ways this could go, Robbie. There are a lot of ways. There are plenty of doors that this could end up uh, opening up, closing up when this is all said and done. Robbie, I want to go to the NFL real quick because uh, uh, the – the New York Times uh, put out uh, again a tremendous job of reporting uh, just more on what has ha- what has happened in Houston with Deshaun Watson and even more uh, women uh, apparently uh, than even previously reported and p- previously had brought charges uh, with Watson and Robbie uh, the betting markets amazingly enough uh, and not to make light of of what of what was reported in that. We, we have to assume that Deshaun Watson is not going to play. If he plays at all this year, it's going to be a very limited amount of time. We saw a major league baseball suspend Trevor Bauer for almost two full seasons. Uh, at this point, Robbie, if you're placing a bet on an AFC North thing or a Cleveland Browns uh, uh, season win total, which there aren't many out there right now, right. you can't, you either got to be betting under on Cleveland or you got to be looking to Baltimore or Cincinnati in the North because the Browns, who are favored in most books to win the AFC North, they're not going to have their quarterback if the NFL is even is doing this even close to close to correct here. Yeah, and and I mean, I guess that's what you got to wonder is if the NFL is going to handle this close to correct. Um, but yeah, look, it, it is interesting. I was just looking. I think it was Browns plus one ninety, Bengals yes. plus two hundred, and Ravens plus two ten in the North. So they're kind of all lumping them all together. Um, and it's a really interesting division and, and, um, because like, do you buy the Bengals to back up what they did last year with that defense that still has questions? Like, can they be that explosive again, offensively to make up for that? What's going on with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? Are they going to be able to just put aside this contract thing where he's his own agent? Like, how much of a distraction is that during the season? Will he jump in and will he do, you know, what what he needs to do and just play play for them? Because if that's the case, I think Baltimore's the bet. Like, that you know that their defense is going to show up. Um, you certainly still have questions about their receiving core around him, but they keep adding more tight ends, which he loves. I think Baltimore would be the bet for me because, like, I still am a little skeptical of Cincinnati, and we talked about this going into the Super Bowl where I just – I can't get out of my head like the mistakes that they make and 
get away with on defense. And I think at some point that catches up to you. Um, I, I think Baltimore would be for me where I would go, but I don't really want anything to do with the AFC North right now until we get some clarity uh, on the nasty man. The uh, right now, the, the Browns again, like you said, favored, but they're all lumped together. The Browns, the Ravens and the Bengals. I would personally bet Baltimore right now, but yeah. uh, I would want to also see the contract situation with Lamar. Who knows? That might end up being one of those uh, holdout situations that complicates things even further. He's Robbie Calland on the tweets at our Calland. Find his great word at Uproxx. Robbie, always a pleasure. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Of course, uh, we, uh, we'll put a bow on today's numbers game next. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland, a podcast about the ground on which the Black community stands right now. From stories about salvation and loss, they did not love themselves enough to know their HIV status to not pass it on to me. To dreams achieved or still yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. We started a hospital-based violence intervention program called the IV Project and it stands for Interrupting Violence in Youth and Young Adults. To those who have been left behind. But no one talks about the survivors of the gun violence and the numbers rising because the gun violence has risen. Politically. Financially. Emotionally. Spiritually. This is where we are. This is Blackland. And one of the things that my father said to me before he passed away, it's like a, almost like a prophecy. He said that I would be helping men. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas. With BetMGM Rewards, every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credit, like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM. Sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on BetMGM, sign up now, BetMGM, or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here as well. The Lombardi line, Patrick Maher, Michael Lombardi comes your way next. Ben, before we go today, though, just looking at the baseball card, it is a Dylan Bundy day. The only problem is you're laying two dollars with the Yankees, or you're laying a price on the uh on the run line. 
Garrett Cole gets the start. The Yankees actually lost the game to the Twins yesterday. Which, Ben, as you know, over the last 20 That's years hasn't happened much. Very rare, yeah. yeah well, Ed, Ed, you've mentioned Bundy. We, Unfortunately, for betters who had been riding the uh, the Joanna Doan Day train, that is, he was demoted yesterday to Triple A. It's a shame. So, so a sad a sad ending to a guy who was one, who was on pace for like a negative uh, five war. Uh, he was one in 10 with an over six ERA. So so no, no more uh, with the Don. There, and there's a ton of games today where you've got aces on the mound and just some ridiculous steam moves. I mean, McClanahan opened minus a dollar 25 today for the Rays against the Cardinals. I'm seeing that's already up to like minus 165, which is just ridiculous. Uh, Rays have just destroyed St. Louis in that series so far, especially after that walk up in the first game. So it, it's, it's hard. You have a lot of really lopsided matchups today trying to find value. And so like I would look at some of these strikeout props. If you, if you have a specific team who struggles against say lefties, like the pirates today, I mean, pirates are bad in general, but 89 WRC plus against lefties, 24% K rate. And you get Max Fried, who last time I checked is pretty good, pretty good on the mound as a left-handed pitcher. Five and a half strikeout uh, prop for him today. Only a little, only minus 125 juice. That's where I'd be looking. Yeah, that's a little surprising. And I Braves, by the way, playing very well right now. Taking advantage of bad teams. They've won seven straight. They just eviscerated the A's the last two days, especially yesterday. And now they get uh, Pittsburgh, who is also bad at baseball. The, but the, the, the Braves are still seven behind the Mets. But the Braves, as Will Hill pointed out before, they do have a little bit of an opportunity here. Four with Pittsburgh, three with Washington, three in Chicago against the Cubs. So a pretty soft next 10 games for Atlanta before the schedule gets difficult again with the, with San Francisco to Dodgers and in a road trip to Philadelphia. Of course, the Phillies playing well right now. And you mentioned aces. You mentioned the steam on McClanahan. That's kind of nuts. I, I, I know. Yeah, I mean, you don't see a move that big. <laughs> I mean, no, that's normally. The, yeah, look, McClanahan right now, If you, the second favorite, third favorite to be the Cy Young in the AL, only Verlander and Cole either have shorter or equal odds to what McClanahan has right now. The Cardinals hit left-handed pitching very well. They didn't do it earlier in the week against Springs, but Cardinals do hit lefties well. That might be worth a little bit of a shot, especially if you can get plus 155 by the time that game starts. Uh, your Brewers, Ben, who have lost the first two to Philly, uh, Eflin against Burns. Burns is a minus 165 consensus favorite, minus 162 Behind us, uh, that is another one of the aces that got steamed. Logan Webb going today is minus 260 against the uh, the Rockies for the Giants. Cole, as we mentioned, minus 205. And then, like you said, with Freed, Freed is minus 260. So you have a lot of aces going today at pretty significant prices on the Major League card. And then you have... Again, uh, you have Dylan Cease going today for the White Sox against the the, the Dodgers. Cease has pitched very well. Cease kind of has that Giolito light going right now, Ben, where we saw Giolito go from like being one of the worst pitchers in baseball to all-star very quickly. This has been a two-year process for Dylan Cease. By the way, the, if you want to take a shot on Cease, he is a slight dog today. A lot of day baseball here on a Thursday afternoon across the country. I wouldn't take that anyway, but if you want to take a shot, the uh, White Sox trying to get a series win against the Dodgers on the south side. And then, Ben, the Angels are going to try to snap the streak again. It is 14 straight games. 
Otani goes tonight, minus 115. The Red Sox are red hot. They've won seven in a row, including the last two in Anaheim, or excuse me, the last three in Anaheim, going for the four-game sweep. Ben, I will say this again, and I'll reiterate this tomorrow morning. As long as the price is not insane, if the Angels lose today, I will be betting the Angels before going to California on Friday. It's not even Strictly a doubt. Strictly A, I am in, I am in attendance I am in with atten- a history of this stuff. I am sort in of attendance with a team on a historic losing streak going against the Mets. It, it, it will absolutely happen. Also, the Mets have lost two in a row for the first time this year, or th- would be losing three in a row, I should say, for the first time this year if they lose that game tomorrow. That is going to be uh, Lorenzen and, and uh, oh, Tyler McGill making his first start back. Okay, that's good. It's better than I expected tomorrow. But, uh, ben, but ben, just looking at the rest of the slate for today in baseball, not much else stands out, even though I will say that Max Freed, five and a half, that's low. That is low for yeah. what for what that Pirates offense is. It's the first thing that jumped out to me. And I look, we're into that stretch of the baseball season now. We're not totally into like dog days of summer mode yet, but you are starting to get the, the market has settled in on a lot of these teams. And for like Braves, Phillies, Red Sox, perceived perceived good teams who have found their way back. I'd say certainly the Braves and Red Sox more than uh, than the Phillies, even though they've, they've had this winning streak after firing Girardi. But there have been a lot of opportunities I've looked at. Now that you start getting these minus 250 prices, minus 280 prices on a lot of these matchups, if you're betting baseball day to day, there's there's no reason why you would ever you would want to do that. There's no point in trying to parlay these games because parlaying single game day MLB baseball is just a, a recipe for disaster. But the way I've been targeting these is team total unders on, on really, really bad offensive teams against quality aces and teams in good form or strikeout props. If it also matches that the pitcher in question is a guy who gets a lot of swings and misses. And while Freed isn't putting up ridiculous strikeout numbers this year, you get, a, I mean, you get as good of a matchup as you could possibly ask for in, in Pittsburgh today. So like, Team totals have been the way I've been looking at it, and, and the Pirates are not hitting at all. One of the worst offenses in baseball. Uh, we we see this uh, we see this happen. Like you get these stretches where teams you know teams who start off a season at least playing competitively and try to hang around. I mean the Pirates were have been a 500 team for most of the season, but there is the reality there for a long term long term prospects for teams like that. And if you can kind of get out in front of this and find alternate ways to not have to lay a 280, that's kind of my whole my whole theology is like, all right, how can I have a wager on this without having to lay an insane near $3 price? This is a great example of this one today. I, I went Royals team total under the other day when Alec mm-hmm. Manoa was facing them. Again, same deal. Manoa went was steamed from minus 200 to, to 260 in that game. And there's no way I was going to lay that price. So just looked at a team total there. Uh, Pirates are team total under three and a half, about minus 145 today. So I'd rather just rather lay a little less juice with a guy who I think will rack up the K's uh, in Max Freed. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that at all, Ben. And then just the only other the only other games on the board are or you have the Diamondbacks and the Reds, two bad teams, the Royals and the Orioles, two bad teams, even though our guy uh, John Legaza earlier in the show liked the Orioles and liked Ryan Mountcastle over a base and a half. Today, so two plus bases, uh, total bases, I should say, if you're betting that in the newer jurisdictions, and then Oakland and Cleveland, Cabrillion and Pilkington, your matchup for that one uh, later today. Also, just say, Jeff, yeah, I mean, we're all we're talking about this Angels losing streak, and that's been you know front page baseball news every day. Brewers are playing some really bad baseball right now. They're not yes. hitting, they're not pitching. They have, outside of Corbin Burns, everybody's hurt. 
I would not be running to the window to bet them uh, today. I know they were kind of a popular bounce back spot yesterday after the, the Josh Hader had his tying MLB record 40 game scoreless streak snapped. I would not be running to the window to be betting a Brewers team who, who cannot hit whatsoever right now. And I mean, Burns is great. Don't get me wrong, but the Phillies are not, are not a great matchup for them at the present uh, moment. And they've looked bad so far. No, the, the, the Brewers, the Brewers really have been bad against good teams over the last few years. And, I wouldn't even throw Philadelphia in that category of being good. The Phillies are just hot right now since firing Girardi and letting Robbie Thompson take over. It'll be a bounce back opportunity for the Brewers today, and then they get the Nationals for three. So if you're gonna if you're gonna get yourself right, a weekend trip to the nation's capital is gonna be something that you'll be able to uh, get yourself right with right now. That right, that division right now, the NL Central, the tightest race by a pretty significant margin, a half game lead for Milwaukee. Over the Cardinals, who up until this week were playing very well. That's all the time we have here on a numbers game for Ben Wilson. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you this morning. The Lombardi line, Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher coming your way next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.